Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Aromas? I don't know about the aroma thing, but the creamy fish sauce just doesn't necessarily... Fishy, creamy shrimp sauce. Even, even the same. Doesn't sound good. No, I mean, they do cream-based shrimp dishes all the time. But yeah, I mean, there's cream of shrimp soup. No, I understand I that. I don't want cream of shrimp soup. I don't like the thought of somebody creaming shrimp. It just sounds wrong. Better than shrimp milk soup. Mushrooms, onions, celery. Yes. Come in. Alrighty, everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for another Achieving Rally, the podcast. This week, you learned something new. You haven't learned it from watching a ton of TV and you spend a lot of time looking at ghost hunting videos or whatever. Now it's time to learn how to be a ghost hunter. Yes, that's right. Chris and Larry are going to teach you how to hunt ghosts and possibly capture them. So there you go. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. Sorry. Ding dong. That was that was uh, me. It was no, it wasn't. It was your phone. Yeah. My phone. Yeah, sorry. Are we back on or? Yeah, we're back on. Oh. Sorry, that button. I'm a professional. Stop lying. I'm a professional d- doing this. No, you're not. You don't get paid for it. You're just a just really good hobbyist. No, still, still being a professional. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Chris. Did you get the door? Yes, I did. Okay. It's time for us to learn something new. New? Yeah. This is something none of us know. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. There's something none of us know. How to breathe in space. <laughs> no. That might be a tough one. How to catch ghosts. Well, I don't know how to catch ghosts. Oh, yeah? How's that? Call the Ghostbusters. But then you're not catching the ghosts. They are. They are. If I'm paying for it, it's me. Hey, it's five grand. It's five grand? Really? Well, if you catch them from a hotel, it is. That's an 80s prices. That's an 80s prices. So now it's like 25 grand. Probably that. A lot more. That's worth it. Catching ghosts is a tricky business. You need to know where to look for them. Probably somewhere haunted. Behind that box there. Uh, how to confirm their presence. You there? 
No. Hey, let me look. We'll have to check the recorder later. Let me look. Yeah. There's nothing there. And the best way to capture them, you also need a strong tolerance for fear. If this sounds like fun to you, keep reading. Wee. So, part one. Build a proton pack. Locating ghosts. Before you can catch a ghost, you need to know where to find one. We need a ghost call. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Luckily, but most... It's got two settings. You know, it's got ghost call and it's got, like, uh, spring break call. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's rodeo call. <laughs> uh, luckily, most places will have an abundance of haunted spots. From ancient cemeteries to abandoned schools to old battlefields and former insane asylums. Or the third floor. Do we have a former insane asylum around here? Milledgeville. That's not really around here. I don't know if they've torn that down, though. I think they've torn that down. Probably. One, look for ghosts in old houses. Old houses like one or two hundred year old. Not from the 70s, 80s, or 90s. Why? I don't understand why they say not from the set. What if, what if you find a 70s ghost, he's just dressed, he's got a big afro and dressed in a leisure suit and smells like high karate. He's wearing a Sweat Hugs t-shirt. Yeah. You walk in, you're like, high karate. There's a disco ghost in here. Discos. Dancing, dancing, dancing. Dancing stoop. <laughs> Sometimes when a person dies, their spirit will return to the place they died or a place they can't bear to leave behind, which is also often their family home. The DMV. The DMV? Yeah, they died at the DMV and they're stuck in that line for ever. Yeah, but you don't want to find them because they're just pissed. Well, maybe you found them and captured them, you can release them someplace else. I want to capture you! No, because then they'll have to go to another DMV. Uh, these spirits are not... capture them and move them to the head of the line. These spirits are not usually malevolent unless their death was violent. Uh, So household ghosts are usually a good place to start for the rookie ghost hunter. It's just just a normal household ghost. Yeah, like Ryan Ryan. Uh, Just be sure to get permission before you go ghost hunting on private property. Before you bust into somebody's house going, we're looking for ghosts. Do, 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 do. Who's there? It's a ghost hunter. You're looking for ghosts. You don't fool me. You're that land shark. <laughs> uh, two, look for ghosts in cemeteries. Cemeteries are another good spot for ghost catching, even if they can be a little creepy at night. Sometimes ghosts cannot bear to leave their physical bodies behind even after death, while other spirits, particularly those who haven't been able to move on, come to visit the graves of their family and friends. No, those are people. Leave them alone. <laughs> Okay. Get in the jar! Get in the one. jar! Get away from me, kid! You're bothering me! I got just, one, I got one! Just here. I got him. How come you have it by the hand? Please let me go. Why'd you lock the ghost in the trunk? <laughs> Please let me go. I have to go back and see my daughter. Okay, I got a whiz. <laughs> I could have peed so bad! No, you don't. You're a ghost. No, you don't. You're a ghost. <laughs> Look for ghosts in old schools. Some of the best locations for ghosts are in places where a large number of tragic deaths occurred, such as old schools, prisons, and asylums. Remember when schools used to be a safe place? What, last week? No. Yeah, now they're bringing in doggies so you can pet them if you're feeling stressed out. I made a joke about that. Um, 
What's that? That chapter with the stupid guy who killed his family and shot himself in the foot? Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy was an idiot. They had the dog in there. I said, oh, good. Look, he had to bring us to animal support. <laughs> that thing. I didn't... We saw a, 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 a service dog uh, today. Marissa was watching a video this morning. They were in, I guess it was a, a dog store or something. Mm-hmm. And they were walking by this really big, plush, poofy dog bed. And the dog stops and looks at it and looks at the owner and then just goes and climbs in and lays down and curls up. He's like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of that Groundhog uh, Day commercial, the Bill Murray one. Mm-hmm. Where he tries to go into a restaurant with the groundhog. He says, oh, you can't bring animals in here. And the next day he shows up and he has the uh, support animal thing on it. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Not all schools are haunted. You may have an old school building in your area where students or teachers died due to tragic accidents like Smire or Folks. Uh, That'd be fire or smoke inhalation. This was more common in the days when classrooms were heated by iron stoves. School wouldn't be there if people burned to death in it. School wouldn't be there because the school would have burned too. That's true. Unless it was spontaneous combustion. Four, look for ghosts in old prison buildings. Old prisons. Why do you haunt this place? I have no fucking clue what happened. <laughs> I was just sitting there, I smelled a little bit of smoke, and all of a sudden I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know, but I took a big deep breath to yawn, and then I never finished yawning. Uh, Did you tell me what happened? Sure. Uh, according to the report, you blew up. <laughs> yeah. I must have blew up good. <laughs> I must have blowed up good. Uh, old prison buildings are places where many prisoners have died due to old age illness, murder, or the death sentence. Even if prisoners didn't die there, prisons have been a place of intense loneliness, fear, and anger for some people, for most people, causing their spirits to return there after death. Look for ghosts in former asylums. It doesn't necessarily have to be an insane asylum. Asylums were notorious for... Well, it matters where you are. If you're Napoleon III, you're not happy about it either. Uh, he got over it. Yeah, because he died. A sane asylum uh, were known for the mistreatment of patients, inhuman, bleh, inhumane treatments such as shock therapy, water submersion, and lobotomies. Yeah, I did that on purpose, fucker. Uh, and causing as many unnecessary pain and suffering for the unfortunate victims. This makes sites of old insane asylums a prime location for ghosts. Be warned, however, these ghosts may be angry and violent, seeking retribution for their poor treatment in life. What are they going to do? Scratch you. Pull your hair? Well, not your hair, but... Jump out and yell boo? Like a crazy man. Are, a thing, crazy are, man. Thing, are things can move in your direction? You know, you might get hurt. Yeah, we've seen all those videos. Oh yes, door slamming. Yeah, door slamming and cups moving towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look for ghosts in former battlefields. Well, we could do that. That would but, be easy. Okay. Yeah, but they'd be armed. Yeah, but that's okay. They'll shoot me. I've already been through that. Wearing a security outfit. Uh, Shoot you twice then. Sites where uh, where a large number of deaths occurred are a popular location for ghosts, especially if those deaths were violent. Popular. It's war, so they're all violent. 
This makes the location of former <laughs> battles. natural causes. He just happened to be on the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Heart attack! Thud. Ready, aim, hemorrhage. <laughs> Ready, aim, hunter! <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I think he he, he just kind of died. So do we fire? Uh, he didn't say so. Uh, prime, sure? uh, former battlefields are prime ghost hunting territory. Look for ghosts at a site of a murder or accident. Oh, we can go to Ohio. Uh, as mentioned already, headed to Brentwood. People who died tragic or violent deaths are more likely to return to our world as spirits. Therefore, if you are familiar with the location of a murder or a tragic event, such as a car crash, drowning, or fatal fall, or fatal winter, uh, this could be a good spot to test your ghost hunting prowess. I think you know who you're looking for. Sometimes. It's like if you went out to Dealey Plaza looking for a ghost, you got to be looking for one specific one. That's true. Go to the site of uh, September 11th. If you know somebody who worked in the building that died there. I'm looking for James. James in accounting or James in HR? Accounting. All right, please hold. Yeah, yeah hold on a minute. Uh, listen to local folk folklore. The most haunted locations in a specific area will depend on the history of each place and the number of paranormal experiences local people have reported. Unless you're talking about looking for Bigfoot, and then that would be thousands of people looking for the ghost from of everywhere. <laughs> the ghost of Bigfoot. Safer. One of the big one of the ghosts of Big Feet. Therefore, it's a good idea to listen to talk to people and do some research in the local library. They have those. Uh, to find out where to look. Many cities and towns will have their very it's own... www.locallibrary.com Many, Yeah. Actually, that probably would work. Many cl- cities and towns have their very own haunted bridge, road, or tunnel where decades worth of unusual activity have been reported. Mm. Let's go to the haunted bridge. So well for that Almond Brothers movie. That wasn't a haunted bridge. It is now. <laughs> they could have used the one that was literally just up the street and not had that problem. Use some common sense and wouldn't have had that problem. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been using the uh, the closed bridge just up the street. Mm. Uh, confirming the presence of a ghost. Uh, even if you find the most haunted place in town, so the bridge just by the insane asylum near the old graveyard with the school, uh, a ghost just isn't going to announce its presence. Well, most of the time. It literally says that in parentheses. Therefore, you will need to gather a selection of ghost hunting equipment, which you can use to confirm the ghost's presence and pinpoint its exact location before catching it. Apparently, you need a GoPro, and you need a night vision camera. You can get that on the GoPros now. Yeah. Maybe a flashlight. No, no, because you always have that off anyways. But you still got to have one. Yeah. That's why you have your phone. Some dipshit partner. Hey. Never never actually sees anything. It's not nice. You shouldn't call Marissa a dipshit. I didn't. You said a dipshit partner. Couldn't have been me. I'm just saying. Judging what I see on the videos. Use the manual settings on the camera. The manual settings is preferable, preferable? preferable to the auto one as you have greater control over the exposure. Oops, sorry, let me zip my pants. Making you more likely to catch the snap of a ghost. Thanos? <laughs> the ghost of Thanos? 
The ghost may appear as a blur or streak of light in the developed photography. Or digital noise. Or... Hello? Uh-oh. Or a... Uh, hello? Ryan, Ryan. The ghost he may have... out. Yeah. Can I get in? You're a ghost. Just face through the door. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you replaced the door. <laughs> no, you changed it. It's new now. The ghost may appear as a blur or streak of light in the developed photograph or one of those orbs. Because you know, it's a shadow person. Or, yeah, yeah, or a shadow person. In addition, paranormal activity tends to interfere with the ele- operation of electrical equipment, making digital camera unreliable. So they want us to use a... Film camera. Film camera? But it didn't say that. And in fact, the picture that they have is a DSLR. So... I think I'll spend money on stock photos. We don't have to. Just create our own. Use a camcorder. A camcorder can be used to catch a glimpse of any it unusual... not at all electronic. No, not at all. <laughs> it could be used to catch a glimpse of any unusual shapes or activity at your chosen ghost-catching location. Oh, we're not going to get the Betamax. If I could, if I could charge that battery, I definitely would. I just don't have the, the charger for it, and I don't feel like spending eighty dollars on the charger. You know, if that battery will hold a charge, that's true. To, well, it wouldn't matter at that point. Actually, you know what you should do is if you want, if you're, we could get one of those silent um, generators, yeah. and you just follow behind. Someone just follows behind, holding it because they're not very heavy anymore, and uh, I could just run it that way. Yeah, you could go on, go online and see if they have a replacement battery. Yeah. Or maybe they might even have something you plug into the battery compartment and then plug it into the wall. They do. That's part of the charger does that. You can just pop it on there and then just don't use it that way. A new one. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Not like a vintage one. I don't know if they're going to have a new one for it. You can check them. They they do stuff like that. Maybe. Use a... Oh, I already said that. Uh, Make sure to start recording at the beginning of the session and leave the camcorder running until the end. It will be easier if you set the camcorder. It's easier than doing it the other way around. Yeah. Stop it when you get there and start it up when you leave. (laughs) It'll be easier if you set the camcorder on a tripod for the duration of the session, unless you're having to move around a lot. The camera has a night vision feature. Make sure to turn it on as well, as this will make spotting a ghost that much easier. Ghost hunting or making same thing for some people. Ghost porn. Klaus? Use a tape recorder. He has a few old tapes. <laughs> Probably. Use a tape recorder. Sometimes a tape recorder will pick up on sounds that you wouldn't normally be able to hear. These sounds will only reveal themselves when you play the tape back. And backwards. Well, it won't reveal themselves if you just keep it on record and never listen to it. All right. Is anybody here? What's your name? All right, throw that bit, that tape away. What's your name? Mason. <laughs> Four, use an EMF detector. An EMF magnetic, electromagnetic field detector measures changes in disruptions to surrounding electrical fields, which may indicate the presence of a ghost. Or power line. Yeah. Uh, good EMF detectors can pick up on disturbances across a wide range of frequencies, Detectors can be purchased online for anywhere between 20 and several hundred dollars. Uh, use other specialist equipment. Other specialist equipment. Use other stuff, too. Yeah. Other special equipment. Uh, a colander. That, that, <laughs> that may benefit. The metal. Metal ones? Yes. Okay. 
Would you like some gold? Uh, would you like Would you like some coffee, Mr. It's, Tully? It's the It's the ghost equivalent of the uh, temple hat. Ah. Oh. An infrared thermal. It from getting into your brain and take over. An infrared thermal scan. Well, they don't want to get into my brain, anyways. Uh, which is used to detect hot or cold spots by energy sucking ghosts. Ooh. An outs. An air ion counter. I have never heard any of them say that they use that. Any of the ghost hunting shows. It's just as valid as some of the other stuff. I've never heard any of them say it though. Well, they're expensive. However, these items are expensive and require a certain told amount you. of specialist. No, told you. <laughs> Spoilers! Spoilers, we still don't have one. Six, download a ghost, a ghost hunting app. We'll get on, get on Amazon and pick us up one. What, an, an, ion, an air eye on the counter? Yeah, Larry's going to order one. Let's see what they, these are. Oh, now he's got me interested. They count the ions in here. Air ion counter. One moment. No, if it's like an excess of ozone or something. Fifteen hundred dollars for the very first Jesus. one. Jesus. Temp top professional particle counter, affordable clean room, portable particulate sensor. Scrolls down a few, few and it's like what? Fourteen ninety-five. No, the next one's forty-three bucks. <laughs> the one below that's fifty-seven. Yeah, the, the, but the one at the top is the affordable one. Oh, we can get three, a three pack of negative ion filtration systems for. That's not what we want. We want a detector. No, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I wave R, I wave R residential IAQ ion generator. Nope. For $381. HEPA air purifier. Well, that's not what we're looking for. All right, almost everything else is some kind of air purifier. Wow, that's no, we have to go without then. Yeah. Oh, they have one for the car. Change the ionization and dual fast charger no, in your car. No, it's got to be a detector, not a generator. All right, hold on. Air ion tester? Maybe. All right, let's look at that one. Uh, the first one is $104. It's a gas detector. Air quality monitor is $100. Uh, oh, here we go. It's only $800. DLT, and this is actually the pic. This one is the they have a drawn picture. This is the one they have that's drawn, which is kind of funny. GLT anion detector, negative oxygen ion detector, portable, high precision, professional indoor and outdoor air quality negative ion tester, number of negative ions from 10 to whatever. It's only 800 bucks. We can get it by the 14th. No, that's okay. Get on it, Marissa. Yeah, sure. So Larry can get out and do some ghost hunting next weekend. There's a $49 one. Getting better. There's a $56 one. And the rest are... And the rest. There's there's one that's 90 but most of them are right around $40, $50. And that's it. So there you go. Here we are. Ghost hunting equipment. Downloads a ghost hunting app. In recent years, many ghost hunting phone apps oh, have become available. Yeah, those work so well for us. That's how we found out about Ryan Ryan. The studio ghost, for those of you who are new to the podcast. He's the one that causes all the glitches in this audio. No, that's me. He's the one that causes all the sniffling and farting. <laughs> 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 
Oh, we have an EMF, EMF meter slash ghost hunting equipment, $35. The more advanced apps include EMF detectors, audio detectors, EVP detectors, and other ghost detecting capabilities. The reliability of these apps is the subject of a heated debate, and many people consider them just scams or jokes. However, if you're not willing to invest in more expensive equipment, you might want to try them out. Look out for any paranormal activity. Four piece. Which one? Ghost hunting. One through cat four. Ball motion light up cat balls. Cat balls. That's what it says. I don't want to see anybody cat's balls. It's a four piece ghost hunting cat ball motion. I'm gonna light buy up you some cat balls. cat's balls. I don't need them. Thank you. You don't want cat's balls? No, thank you. They look like those things from Twister. No, Oh God, they do. They look like the stuff that was inside Annie. Oh yeah. Uh, look out for any paranormal activity. If light does not flash when you press the button, try shaking the cat ball. Aside from relying on electrical equipment, why is this a ghost hunting equipment? If a, if the ghost hits it, the lights light up. Give me. <laughs> oh, Watch out for items falling or moving locations, seemingly of their own accord. Keep an ear out for unusual and unexplained noises, such as bangs, thumps. You know what I really want? I want one of these ghost shows to be doing their thing and have one guy have eaten a real bad burrito and just be farting up a storm the entire time and blaming it on the ghost. I'll write it down. Well, now it's been recorded. I don't have to write it down. No one's going to hear that. Well, that doesn't matter. You'll hear it. Maybe. Paying attention to sudden changes. Slap this one together. So. Paying it. Oh well. Paying attention Did to sudden. Did you listen to what that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I was busy. <laughs> I was making rice. <laughs> Paying attention to sudden changes in temperature, or for general feelings of unease or being spooked. Catching ghosts. All right, now we get into the meat of the product here. The meat of the product. Ooh, Ooh some meat. All right, here we go. For some people, identifying the presence of a ghost is enough to satisfy them, while others will want to go one step further further, and capture the ghost. Make sure you think long and hard before attempting to catch a ghost. Ooh, long and hard. You don't want to end up haunted for life if you decide to go ahead with it. Use one of these two methods outlined below. What, Marissa? So, and the reviews for the cat balls. <laughs> it, oh, says, it says... Uh, so I bought these on a whim because I saw them on a paranormal show. I've since thrown them away because I believe they may have allowed a spirit to communicate. But now I have a problem in my home that wasn't there before. <laughs> these are a good yes-no tool, but be careful what you wish for and definitely do not use in your own home. Oh, wow. I'm buying them just so we can talk to Ryan Ryan. I guess that's what it's for is that if you ask a question and it flashes, and the ghost is saying... Whatever you deem the flash to be. Yeah. Make it flash once for yes. Well, no, because if they hit it, it might flash like 30 times. Because, you know, you got to keep the attention of a cat. Which is basically like trying to keep the attention of a six-year-old. So what if you got them and you were using them and all you could do is attract the ghost of cats? All your e- the plague? All your, all your EVPs. <laughs> oh, no, all your EVPs are the jellical cats come out tonight. Jellical cats come out tonight. Oh, Jesus, I'm stuck in the play. Come <laughs> with the headphones on. Like, who's Rum Tum Tigger? <laughs> what? What's 
you see the guy kind of bopping along. It's like, what are you doing? I'm listening to the play Cats, apparently. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> it's so catchy. At least it's not the movie. Use the box in burial method. If you want to lay a troubled spirit to rest, you should use <laughs> this method. Take a metal container with a tight-fitting lid. Cover the bottom with a layer of soil taken from hollowed ground. Leave the container open at the location where you found the ghost. The if sanctified... You still, if you still have hollowed ground, doesn't that defile it? Not if you ask permission. Because yeah. it doesn't say you have Other to steal it. It just says taken. So you could literally go in and be like... Uh, excuse me, uh, preacher. I have this bottle. This, well, yeah, this bottle. I've been of, hitting the bottle. <laughs> I have this box of uh, of uh, just soil. I I had. Could you could you pray on it? Could you hallow this for me? Could you hallow this for me? Uh, yes, hallow. Go. Sure. Uh, leave the container open in the location where you found the ghost. The soil will draw the spirit in. He's like doing the holy water over it. Yeah. Hey, where do I get one of them water sprinklers? Amazon. <laughs> I almost I, I almost bought one for my oh, Halloween outfit. You've already looked. Of course. I looked for uh, pre-steel raiment, and that started coming up with it. Once you have your ghost detection apparatus to confirm that the spirit has entered the container, don't look don't don't look at the streams. Oh, no, I mean uh, don't look in the box though, Ray. Yeah, don't look in the box. Slowly and gently replace the lid, then sprinkle a pinch of salt on top. Bury the container in hollowed ground. Actually, that's wrong. You're supposed to, once you put that in, if you've noticed that you have the spirit in the box, mm -hmm. then you put the, the, the salt, then close the lid. Because that keeps the spirit in the box. $22. For, for one of those sprinkly things? Either that or a microphone. <laughs> it's a cheap-ass microphone. Oh, yeah, it's one of the little sprinkly things. Mm -hmm. It does look like a microphone, though. It does. Uh, bury the container... Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> ah! It's in my eyes! Well, the Vatican takes this stuff seriously. <laughs> Two, use, <laughs> use the candle method. The candle method is good for trapping pesky spirits who are causing trouble around the home. Take a large glass jar, open the lid, place a candle inside, and at midnight, light the candle and place the jar in a central point at the haunted location. Then there's a Scooby-Doo method. You take a group of meddling teenagers. The energy emitted by the burning candle will attract the ghost, but this energy will also I trap know. the ghost inside the jar. Once you have confirmed the ghost's presence in the jar, replace the lid tightly... Uh, the candle will, of course, burn out on its own for lack of oxygen. Keep the jar... Suffocating the ghost. <laughs> Maybe. Know, and the ghost will die and become another ghost. Is the ghost's ghost? You have to... No, the ghost will die and become a human. In a jar. In a jar. Yeah. <laughs> Blood's better everywhere. Uh, clean up. <laughs> clean up aisle 12. It's like one of those... On those lazy masquerade mysteries. There you go. And they could never identify the body. <laughs> Keep the jar tightly sealed as long as you wish to hold the ghost captive. If the jar is opened or broken, the spirit will be released and might come to exact revenge on its captor. That's it. 
Why don't you just take it somewhere? Take it somewhere like to a cemetery and bury it. Take it to a cemetery, leave it on a gravestone with a, with a little thing that says "Do not open." Do not open. Dead inside. Two of my toys moved without me doing anything. The toys also had letters on them where they didn't before. Could it have been a ghost? Letters? Like little Magnet Fisher Price letters, or scrawled in blood? <laughs> Give me some context here. Yes, that could have been a ghost, but try not to jump to conclusions or concussions. A lot of people jump to concussions. A family member could have done it. Make sure to ask them. Also, don't rule out the family pet. If you are suspicious and are still convinced it was a ghost, have a stake out and see if you can catch the ghost doing it again. Family pet came along there, moved the thing, and put letters on it? How can I be a friend of a ghost? God. Try giving it a peace offer, offering like flowers. I've been hours just sitting around talking to my ghost friend. Well, I mean, yeah. kids do have imaginary yeah. friends. Treat it with respect. Never well, no, be alone you know, with it until it trusts you and you trust it. We're talking about this now with, with all these AI chatbots and whatnot. They've made imaginary friends real. Mm-hmm. They are real imaginary friends. That doesn't make them imaginary anymore, though. Well, they don't really. They're not really people and they're, they're simulations of people so they're but it's still they're fictional there's nothing else but they're not imaginary they exist if not on the computer they still exist but they don't but they do they're ones and zeros it's a program somebody had to program it yeah so it exists how can I tell a ghost if a ghost is friendly or not is it named Casper are you dead if the ghost is unfriendly, you will feel bad negative emotions such as fear or depression. And you'll get scratch marks on your back. Yes. Uh, around a friendly ghost, you will not feel scared and will probably feel happy and or positive. And I'm so happy that you'll be joining me soon. I'm so happy that you're here. All right, there you go. That's how to catch a ghost with pictures. Not included. No, but that's what it says on the title for it. <laughs> So, oh, and here's a little ad. It says, don't piss off old people. The older we get, the less life in prison is a, re is, is a deterrent. So, all right. So, uh, cue ghostly music. Nice. Scooby-Doo theme song? No. No. Copy I don't think so. Copyrighted and Scooby-Doo's not in the best color. Yeah, right now. Well, if we use the, the, the good theme song from the 70s, it'd be okay. You mean you mean you? Are you, are you cueing the music or are you yeah, just staring at me? Well, you just kept talking. So I was, I was going to let you finish talking before I hit the button. Well, I'm done. And there you have it, the two most unqualified people to teach you how to hunt ghosts and possibly capture them is, well, us. I mean, seriously. So I hope you learned something. I know I didn't, or did, something to that effect. I also know that that equipment costs a whole hell of a lot of money. All right, so for Chris Merce in parentheses, Ryan Ryan, and everyone else involved, I'm Larry saying,
Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. Blowed up good. Or hello. <laughs> <laughs> 